right, welcome to the Get Rick podcast. No Aaron this time. He's tired of giving you guys all his inside scoops and informing you of what's good in the fantasy football world. But I am going to go through the Elani 1995 Fantasy Football League Week 3 review and Week 4 preview. So let's jump right into it. Aaron went a solid 4-2 and two last week. Starting right from the top, I beer Clyde against Popstar, not a doctor. I pulled out a fucking lucky win because basically just Russell Wilson. Danger Russ went for 46.8 points. Rest of my lineup other than CEH was pretty much crap. Jared's team basically lost just because of Matt Ryan. If Matt Ryan had his 22.61 projection, he pulls out the win. Decent performances, Hopkins, Cooper, Derek Henry, Kareem Hunt, all a little bit at or above their projection, so yeah, I'm fortunate for taking a win after last week's .06 loss, so fuck it, I'll take it. Next game, Aaron was right on as well, is Gallup in the Woods against TB Determined. Uh, Leanne pulled out a solid 126.8 to 108.84 victory. Kyler Murray did well. Galladay, Cook did his thing. Big game, 181 total yards there. Uh, McKinnon Got some work because uh, Mostert and Tevin Coleman are both out. And, of course, for John's side, I was probably factored into this too, but we were discussing maybe getting him some quarterback help, so he went and picked up Ryan Tannehill and used him, whereas if he stuck with Brady, he would win. So it just goes to show me and John don't know what the fuck we're talking about when it comes to fantasy football. So probably not not good to listen to us. Next game, my team, Adam Shame against Ridley's Believe It or Not with... Well, believe it or not, Danny's missing the O for R, but uh, I believe this is one of the ones Aaron got wrong as he picked um, Stanton to beat Danny. Danny was able to pull it out with 48 points from Patrick Mayholmes and basically just a general stinker from uh, Stanton's team right there. Other than Aaron Rodgers, 30 points, he still had um, Devontae Adams out and pretty much the rest of the lineup just didn't show up this week. Happens every once in a while. Next game, Royce's fantasy team against Grant's Chark Week. Uh, Aaron had Chark Week on this one and they came through. Uh, Jared Allen showing up with his uh, preliminary MVP efforts over here. Well, fantasy MVP at least. Maybe even NFL if he keeps this shit up. Recent pickup, Daryl Henderson was a nice 18.5 points and Allen Robinson showed up. I think uh, the Nick Foles experiment in Chicago is off to a good start. 23.3 points there. On Royce's side, Dak, great performer. Tyreek Hill and Juju, not bad. Rest of them need to improve. Mark Ingram kind of got game scripted out. Jared Cook was a tight end. That's what happens sometimes with tight ends. And T.Y., I don't know, maybe he's a little bit older at this point. But yeah, Chark Week had a nice 145 to 107 roll in there of fantasy team. At least Royce changed his team name. Good job there, buddy. Next game, the walking ER against Lamar Vell Universe, another one that Aaron was right about. Bryce beats Brent 125 to 95. Pretty much one of those overall bad weeks for Brent. Mike Evans had the two touchdowns, but they were both his only catches and both one yard. Miles Gaskin got elite volume, but didn't put up much production there. The bright spot, Mike Davis in um, CMC's absence. Put up a solid 19 points right there. He's getting a lot of volume and he's doing stuff with it. Looking pretty decent going forward. Unfortunately, Lamar had had a little bit of a slow start to the season. He hasn't had his destruction 40 
plus point games like last year. On Bryce's side, solid games from his receivers. Actually, Aaron called this too. Cooper Cup, Tyler Lockett, both with big games. Gurley and David Johnson both got a little bit game scripted out, sort of. Gurley did all right, but the backup, Brian Hill, had pretty much almost equivalent stats to him. So that's one thing to monitor going forward. Stephon Diggs with uh, Jared Allen's ascendance has become a lot better than I thought he was going to be this year. Bryce is one weak spot, if anything. I would say quarterback, whereas Carson Wentz and Phillip Rivers don't seem to have the kind of ceiling that certain other players do. Uh, Pulls out the win this week, so he's not (laughs) in the all defeated category. Last game of the week, Deshaun of Kamara Virus, Aaron against Breeze in the Trap, Ryan. This was the other one that Aaron had wrong. Breeze in the Trap went off with a high week. So Drew Breeze, 30, almost 30 points, Keenan Allen, Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, and the Indy defense all in basically mid 20s. So that's a tough one for Aaron to have to deal with when, you know, when your opponent puts up 161, you don't have much of a chance, but that being said, for Aaron's side, 38 points out of Kamara, 23 out of John Connor. Chris Carson had a little bit of an injury concern. That actually might be good going forward because uh, that gives Aaron the green light to just put in James Robinson, who, who I think is pretty much seemed to be matchup proof. I mean, 28 points in a, in a game where they lost 31-13, so that might be something. Uh, the other one that I guess is going to be pretty unpredictable going forward is Cam Newton. I had said last week that he looks like he's basically a fourth running back for Aaron's roster. I guess what I forgot about is that he's still a running back on New England. So I guess he's not immune to being game scripted out or just the general fucking crapshoot you have when you have anybody running the ball for New England. I didn't think that would apply to Cam, but I guess it does. That's it for week three. On to... The preview for week four. So for week four, starting right from the top, I'd be your Clyde against Lamarvel Universe. Um, we have me against Brent. Russ has joined the elite tier of quarterbacks with um, 29.64 points projected. He actually projected for higher than Lamar Jackson, which is... I guess a testament to the way he started off the season. I have a 125.88 to 122.09 projection advantage. I'm actually going to go with Brent on this one just because I feel like Lamar is due to blow up. Russ has to regress a little bit. I mean, he's on an unsustainable pace. And then when I'm looking at the rest of Brent's lineup, Mike Evans is bound to get more volume. Mixon, Gaskin, and Mike Davis all look like they have pretty good matchups, and we know they get volume, so I think it's going to be one of those regression-to-the-mean type games. On my side, Julio's dinged up. I don't know if I'm going to keep him in the lineup. CEH against New England. It's always tough going against Bill Belichick. And, yeah, I'm just going to go with Brent for the minor upset there. Next game, TB determined against Fantasy Team. John against Royce. This one should actually be kind of interesting. Um, Royce has the 118.92 to 116.42 projection advantage. Looking at it, I might have to... I'm just going to lean with Royce, I guess. Uh, Dak, Tyreek Hill, Juju, Kenyon Drake. I don't know. It's a tough one. I like Royce's lineup a little better. John has Miles Sanders against San Fran. Jonathan Taylor against Chicago. Those seem like a little bit tougher matchups. 
I don't know. You never know. Tom Brady might pull off an, an older version of himself. I mean, he did have the three touchdowns last week, so you never know what could happen, but I'm going to lean with Royce's fantasy team. Next up, my team's Adam Shame against Gallup in the Woods. Stanton against Leanne. Stanton looks like he's been in a tough spot lately. Uh, Deontay Johnson went down early last week. Still not sure about Devontae Adams' status, which make a huge difference if he's in. Right now, Leanne has the 126.4 to 114.77 projection advantage. I'm going to have to go with Leanne on this one. Not going to go against the projection on this one. Dalvin Cook looks like he's turning it on. Minnesota started slow on offense last year, too. Looks like they're kind of at that point where they're going to turn the corner. Cousins is going to start cooking a little bit too. So next game, Ridley's Believe It or Not against Deshaun of Kamara Virus. That's Danny against Aaron. 124.14 to 112.49 projection advantage for Aaron. This one, I I like the matchups on Aaron's side. Deshaun Watson schedule's finally easing up a little. He's going against a Minnesota defense that's been torched this year. DJ Moore against Arizona. Preston Williams against Seattle. Those defenses have not been all that good this year. The other thing that I mentioned earlier in the last week's review, Chris Carson getting dinged up might actually be a silver lining for Aaron, just so now he has no choice to make and can plug in James Robinson. His three-headed monster of Connor, Robinson, and Kamara um, is actually going to be pretty dangerous going forward. So, Danny side, Pat Mayholmes, always a tough out there, but going against New England this week. So I don't know if he'll have one of those giant games. I, I'm going to say not. Ronald Jones has been hampered a little bit with having Leonard Fournette hanging over him. He's forced to start Latveria, Dr. Doom, Murray, basically because he doesn't have many other running backs. So, And last week he kept in John Brown, who was dinged up too. So I, I don't know if he's... He might be on a skiing trip already and not paying attention, so I'm going to go with Aaron on the solid win for this one. Second to last game of the week, the walking ER, Bryce against Chark Week. Grant, uh, it's another one, not going against Grant. Carson Wentz is going up against San Fran. Their offense has just been dinged up, and despite all of San Fran's um, injuries on defense, they've, they've still been pretty good. Um, so even though Bryce's three-headed monster is now receivers, Cup, Lockett, and Diggs, which seems do pretty well for him, I'm still going to go with Grant. He's Grant's got a 131.85 to 122.48 projection advantage. Jared Allen going against Vegas that looks like a pretty solid matchup for him, and he's looked pretty damn good to start the season. Allen Robinson, um, now that he's got Nick Foles attached to him, looks like he's going to be a little bit better. Elliott and Aaron Jones with decent matchups as well. And if Daryl Henderson is taking over the Rams job, then Grant has a little three-headed monster of running backs on his own there. So huge projection, too. I normally don't see a projection in the 130s. So, yeah, I'm going with Grant. Pretty much all chalk so far, except for my minor upset with Brent. Last game of the week, Breeze in the Trap. Against Popstar, not a doctor. Ryan against Jared. Ryan has a 121.85 to 116.69 projection advantage. But when you look at the matchups, I think I am going to go... I'm probably going to go with Ryan. <laughs> Doesn't look like there's anything glaring that jumps out about the matchups. I, I think it's going to be a pretty even game, but I think I'll just pick Ryan to pull it out. Thielen... 
has got to pick it up from last week. He's getting decent targets, so I, I think he's going to come through there. Keenan Allen has looked pretty damn pretty damn good with what's his face Justin Herbert in there instead of Tyrod Taylor. I hope they make that change permanent because Herbert's looking like a pretty good quarterback coming up. Nick Chubb going against a soft Dallas D. That's a pretty decent matchup there. Eckler against Tampa Bay. Another guy that's benefited from having Justin Herbert, his targets and catches. When I know we only saw one game sample with Tyrod Taylor, but that one reception game for Eckler was very concerning to start off the season. So it's good for him that Herbert came in and is looking like he could be the real deal. So yeah, I'm just going to have to go with Ryan on this one. Anyway, that's it for this week. We will catch up with you next week and hopefully, hopefully I'm wrong about my own game. Okay, goodbye.